Welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast with Gemma and Makala. We're both coaches and entrepreneurs, passionate about teaching you how to set up and run your coaching business, create more time and manage your mind. Because you're changing the world one mind at a time. Hello and welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast, episode 62 the podcast for coaches who are looking for more time and freedom in their businesses so they can keep on coaching. Hello, hello. Welcome to a new year. Welcome to a new episode all about how to solve problems. And today you have your favorites here with you, myself, Gemma, and my amazing co-host, Makala. Hello, hello. How you doing? Good new year. Wow. <laughs> we made it finally. <laughs> We've all had enough of 2023. We've finally made it. It's gone. Don't want to think about it. We're moving on. Moving on. We are moving right on into solving problems. <laughs> and this is this is, I think, actually a good moving on into the new year thing to think about with your business, with your coaching business. Because this is something that I see, and you probably do too, being a copywriting coach, lots of people struggle with um, in every aspect of their business, in communication, their web copy, email, everything. Mm. So talking about solving problems, basically Every business solves a problem. Doesn't matter what you do. If you make candles, mm. they solve a problem that someone has. Yeah. And obviously, you know, with coaches, we solve a very specific problem. And our job is to work out what that is for our clients and to articulate that in a way that they can relate to, right? Like, yeah. no big surprises there however a mistake that I see people doing quite often Mm. is they they're not necessarily solving a problem that the client knows they already have yeah so what I mean by this is you've got to identify the exact problem that your client wants to solve So you need to determine whether what you want to base your whole coaching practice on, so your niche or whatever, is that going, is it solving a problem that your client knows they have? So an identified problem that they know they have, or are you providing a solution to a problem that people didn't know they have or weren't that aware of, or it wasn't a priority for them? So to give a bit of context to this, I'm actually, um, I used to work for productivity consultancy and we developed this great program, um, like a coaching and training program that taught people how to get their inboxes to zero. And caveat, when we when I worked for these guys and when we first developed this program and were marketing it, I actually knew nothing about marketing. I <laughs> Was before I started my own business, none of us had any idea, right? And so 
what, and I don't know why, but what we decided to sell, the aspect of what we were doing that we decided to sell was get your inbox to zero. Now, the problem that we had was a lot of people didn't understand why an overflowing inbox was a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, we were going, oh, get your inbox to zero, get your inbox to zero. And back then, like we're talking, you know, quite a few years ago, like seven to 10 years ago, maybe, like there was not as much um, understanding about inbox zero, what it was. Mm -hmm. So we're going, you know, get your inbox to zero, learn how to get your inbox to zero. And people are like not connecting with it because it Mm -hmm. wasn't we had in our lives mm-hmm. so there was no understanding around why having an overflowing inbox was a problem how it affected productivity any of that sort of stuff it's like we just knew that we had a lot of emails and it was a pain in the backside and many of us had thousands of emails in our inbox but it was like a you know whatever not an issue mm-hmm. so what we were trying to do was sell a solution to a problem that people didn't know that they had And we had a massive uphill battle in doing that because the steps that we had to take first was to try and educate people about the problem and then educate them about our solution. And that is not what you want to do as a coach because you're you're basically pushing shit uphill. You're creating a massive mountain for yourself that you first have to get over before you can start to sell what it is that you actually do. So when you're talking about your niche or talking about the kind of coaching that you do, it's really, really important to do your target market research and to find out what is the problem that people know that they have so that when you say that thing, people can relate instantly. And that's the thing that you need to talk about. Yeah. And I'm just before we move on, I'm, I'm curious um, if you can share with us, <laughs> um, after you conducted research and did that, how did you market Inbox Zero? I'm so curious. Uh, well, I'm going to admit that we actually didn't get that far. Um, the guys, we started expanding and doing other things as other well. Thing. Yeah. Cause we had like, it was a, an e-learning course that, that we developed and we were trying to market. We had yeah training program that we did and we go into organizations so we got a lot of word of mouth work for that yeah um and that's why see and this is another mistake so we thought off the back of that because that was so successful locally that that's why we did this e-learning course so that you know we could basically take it global to the masses um and I guess you know this kind of highlights a problem because we didn't understand how marketing worked and how all of this worked, we just Mm. assumed that, well, it works so well locally, not knowing that that was because of word of mouth and all that sort of thing and referrals. So of course it's going to work globally on a a wider stage. Yeah. So, yeah, I have to admit we never actually solved that problem. And Oh, no, that's okay. I was just curious. The e-learning, you know, never really did that well. But um, it it was a very, very big lesson. Mm. Um, and funnily enough, it's a lesson that I didn't fully understand until yeah. 
started my own business and really started learning about marketing and all this stuff. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And it's, um, yeah, it, it's interesting because you, you don't even, um, I mean, you know, to, to do research with your current customers and all of that, of course, is, is going to be highly beneficial, but you can even do, you know, loose research around um, this thing called the internet. So, <laughs> you know, there's such easy ways to do like mass sort of research and at least create, um, you know, a, a, an audience in, in your sort of mind, you know, you're kind of like if you were to do a Facebook ad, like a lookalike audience, you know, of your current um, customers, because there's so much available out there for that. I mean, you know, you can jump in a Facebook group and ask questions. I mean, something that simple, mm. you know, is that sort of um, research to, to find out, um, you know, using your example, if, if you don't mind, you, you could say, hey, I've got this thing that's, you know, get your input inbox to zero like would is that something that would interest you and if some people say no well yes go to the yeses and then ask a couple of questions like why would you buy it or how would it help you or, you know it, it's really you can think about some really simple questions it doesn't have to be too complicated mm. and those responses that 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 that's your gold like it's that it can be that simple Absolutely. as a starting point yeah but it, like the most important thing that I want to stress in this episode is, you know, you got to get out of your own head. Like yes. we, you particularly talk all the time about the importance of market research. And I know that a lot of us are actually too afraid to do it. Mm. Or we, we know better. No, of yeah. course I know. But, you know, it's like often thoughts in our heads, like it, it's better to communicate it to someone else, to talk it over with someone else, to be able to pull it apart and look at it from different points of view. So if you're just, you've decided on, you know, your niche or whatever yourself and you're writing your copy and it's all just coming from what you think and what you feel, it's so important to not just run with that mm -hmm. because you could just be you know from your experience like coming back to my example I know the importance of having inbox zero of having yeah. organized inbox I could list all the reasons I know it but that doesn't mean anyone else does exactly forget that you know yes. it's the thing where you know um I, because I'm, I'm normally a very quiet person when I'm in a group setting. So if used to be, I should say used to be, <laughs> so if we'd go into a meeting or something and people had asked for ideas, I wouldn't pipe up because I'd want to listen to what everyone else said. And mm. I often think that my ideas were really obvious. So I wouldn't say them. Mm. And it's only you know, as I started to get braver in situations like that and become more confident and I would start to pipe up and people would think that these ideas that I had were amazing and I'm like, they're really obvious to me. You know, mm. sometimes we don't realise we're doing that. We don't realise that that's what's going on. Mm. So, you know, again, it's important, put your ideas out there, put the thoughts that you're having out there to your ideal, you know, audience we're going to do another episode talking about the importance of 
making sure that they're your ideal audience is the type of people that you're getting the feedback and the ideas from. But you've got to put it out there to get the feedback and to be able to refine it down. And like, like Gemma said, to find the gold in it, which is what you want to use. Because if you are able to speak in the language of your ideal client, you know, talking about their problems, the way that they talk about them, people are going to be attracted to you. People are going to hear what you've got to say. And, you know, you're going to spark interest and it's, you're going to then into the process of starting to build the know, like, and trust factor with them. Yeah, totally. And I I want to point out uh, from what you said as well, you know, uh, you can tell me all of the reasons why it's amazing to have, you, you know, your inbox at zero and why this and that. But what you're doing there is listing the benefits to me, which is great. We need that. Don't get me wrong. We need benefits. However, you can list all of those benefits to me and I can be like, okay, cool, but why do I need it? Mm. And, and that's when you come up with here's the problem it solves, you know, and, and that that that's the thing. Like we can get really attached to and really excited about our products and services and know how beneficial they are and even know the problems that it solves, but there's, there can be various problems of, of something being solved, right? But is the problem you're even addressing the right one for your target audience? You know, like there are various problems, various people wanting the same solution, but you need to make sure you're targeting the right ones, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's so much more than, than just your benefits. And, and that's, that's the persuasion part of it. Why do I need this? You know, that that's the thing. We we don't often need stuff, you know. What what do we need? Or we need our basic human needs, right? We, we need shelter, food, water, sleep, all of that. We don't really need anything after that. So <laughs> you've got to tell me why I need that. Mm. And again, it's solving a problem because we're humans, we're lazy, and we want everything to be easy. So how <laughs> can you make this easy for me? How can you take away something I have to do that I don't want to do is making my life harder. So just, just make sure that, you know, is it the actual problem you're solving for that person? Otherwise the marketing's just, it's not going to work. People won't buy it if it's not helping them do anything. Yes. That could have been another blabber, but I felt that was very important to say. <laughs> no, I agree. I'm glad you said that. oh I love it um but yes there yeah there's also something called social listening which sort of goes back a little bit to what I was saying about like internet research but there are places and things you can go to find out what people in your audience are asking for you know there's even various programs as um what is that? Answer the public. There's Spark Toro. There's various ones where you can go in and actually type in a question and it picks up, you know, like my audience talks about, um, let's say they talk about getting their inbox to zero, right? It's just the theme of this episode. Um, and it will come up with questions they're asking. So it's, it's so important to see, are people asking about this? And if so, that's little bits and pieces you can use then for writing a blog or a social media post or whatever it may be. Hey, 
um, you know, you were struggling with, you know, 10,000 emails in, in your inbox. How do I get rid of them? Here you go. You know, so are people even asking the question about the thing that you offer? So there's so many simple ways and fast ways to even just get a little bit of research, you know, and I'm sure, can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm sure there's a lot of AI things where you could ask similar questions to now. Now I think about it. You I, know what I mean? mention chat GPT, but I was. I'm sure you could ask that question and see what came up. Hey, Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's interesting. You're talking about this. When I first started my business, when I was doing, you know, tech and automation, I jumped into all these mums in business. Mm facebook groups yeah and i all i did was read the posts and the questions yeah and that that was my research like i didn't really ask any questions i just went where my target was at the time and just read what were their problems and a lot of them weren't related to what i did but a lot were yeah yeah totally so you know as as business owners we can get carried away sometimes and like you're saying earlier write all this copy and do all this stuff and and often it can be a waste of time if we haven't really addressed what we should be addressing you know and it's it's very easy to do as a business owner when we're so attached to our products and um, services we can say this 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 and this but we need to make sure that we're solving a problem that our audience actually wants solved mm. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more about how we can give you the freedom to coach, then check out our website, www.freedomtocoach.com.au. Until next time, take care and keep on coaching.